Hi Bex, it's really nice to see you today. It's lovely to see you. We're all snuggled up and we're really excited to be joined by Elsa, aren't we, we today? We are, so we're joined by Elsa Monk, who's the principal of the Cotswold Montessori Schools. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Elsa. It's really lovely to chat with you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for asking me. Oh, uh, Becky is particularly excited because there's so much we want to sort of discover about the Montessori, about your Montessori schools and about the approach. Can you start off by giving us that sort of a bit of an overview about what Montessori is? What is it? What, what's the sort of the principles behind this? And, and what does it look like in early years? Uh, so it was uh, a method developed by a lady called Maria Montessori about 100 years ago, um, who... Uh, um, yes, let me talk to you about, to you about the principles. Mm. That yes, that would be really when, good, yeah. Yes, when you come into our schools, what you will hopefully see is independent children, little people, yeah. two to five-year-old children being really independent. And we think that is one of the most important things for little people to be independent because um, we human beings are still on the planet because we have this overwhelming drive for independence. Sometimes we don't... We do too many things for our little people and they can get frustrated. So independence is um, one of the most important things. And we do that by um, setting up the classroom. Everything's on low shelves, open shelves. We give them uh, little brushes, little, um, so they can really look after the environment for themselves. And we've got lots of tips and tricks to help them manage their own sort of personal needs, like putting on their clothes and... Um, but really, when you come into our classrooms, hopefully you see lots of little people um, engaging with their environment, like grown-ups engage with their yeah. environments, if you so, see what I mean. Elsa, for, so obviously you know the reason behind that, the importance of, of children being independent, and obviously working in early years, like that's what we're trying to attain. But it's really easy sometimes, isn't it, in settings? And I think this is, might be the difference in Montessori's are to get caught up in that routine and caught up in that, oh, let's quickly get out for, let's pop all our shoes on really quickly because we need to get out or let's sweep up really quickly and we'll tidy up around the children. So, so when we came to, to your setting, like you say, what we can see is, do you think that independence builds confidence that the child can actually do it then? It's absolutely true. So we trust our children. They are they are just less experienced grown-ups, if you see what I mean. Yes, and um, they want to copy us. They want to be like us. And um, so um, we make an activity of putting on shoes. If you see what I mean. It's, yeah. Of course. Yes, at home, um, you know, mummies and daddies, they have to get out because they have to take an older child to school or they have to go shopping. And so um, they don't sometimes not have the time to give mm. to the two or three year old to put their shoes on by themselves. And of course, it's going to take them longer because they are not yet as physically capable. Yeah. Um, but but in our schools, we this is our job. Our job is to give our children the time to try for themselves. And what we want to do is we want to help them just the right amount, not too much, but also not too little. Yes, yes. So uh, you, you don't want to, go on back. And I was just going to say, the word there I think that really stood out to me, Arthur, was time. I think yeah. it's it's hard, isn't it, when you are in, in, a, in a busy environment to find that time. But actually, it's so precious. And it's something that Becky and I talk about a lot is time. And, you know, do you find when you have... Perhaps you have new members to the team who are not so experienced in, in Montessori. Do you find that, you know, they need some support with understanding that? Or do people tend to come in and just pick up on the vibe of the setting? So I think um, 
uh, what we try to do is um, um, we try to find people that naturally have that sort of empathy mm, to, yeah. to, to give little people the time and then uh, when they come and join us we talk them through our philosophy you know they uh, and also very quickly um because the children are working like that in our environment um they effectively teach the grown-ups how yeah, to <laughs> yeah which is which is fantastic isn't it because that's what we need but i think there's i think there's major like opportunities that are missed within routines because the routine becomes the busyness and and there this is what we always say when we're when we're talking and that's what we put in our our books as well about those teaching elements are everywhere it's not it's not an activity that we're sitting down to do actually learning to put your shoes on and getting that help and if you get a little bit frustrated there's somebody there to support you and help you and teach you how to do these things it's all the skills in life that we sort of take for granted as adults isn't it that we can do but actually it's all the things that we need to learn. It's really important that we learn those those key skills, which are going to enable us ourselves to be mm. independent, isn't it? Absolutely. We have a one of our sayings is um, as, as if the child is speaking. Um, the child says, "Help me to help myself." Yeah, that's lovely. That's that's really yeah. Not just do it for me, and then we can quickly go out, or we can yeah. Like, yeah. And that's that's something that I I find particularly difficult myself when I reflect on my own sort of practice and interactions. Also, because we there's a little boy that Becky and I are working with, and and my go to is to rescue. That's my is to go and and do things, and and I'm very aware that I need to just pace myself a little bit and just let you say, offer the help, but not do things for the child and that's quite a skill to develop and that's why I'm in such awe of early as educators because I think that's such a refined skill to have when you're working with children is just knowing when to step in and the right amount of support to put into place and um, uh, I really agree and mm. um uh, we, listen we're not perfect of course not mm. yes and and uh, we uh, we have to forgive ourselves as well I sometimes jump in um, mm. um but that's okay as well because we're all learning together and um, we're forming a community and um, so there's a little bit of give and take there. I, yes. That's lovely we're forming a community Absolutely. because that's what it's about you're in it together with the child aren't you it's not a, it's not it's not a done to we're in this together. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was it also strikes me this is this was did you say this was a hundred years ago that this this approach was sort of developed? Yes, do you know what? It, uh, she was a very, very clever lady. Well, this um, is what I was going to ask you. I mean, that was this idea of, of trusting children in their own learning environment. That must have been quite radical a hundred years ago. It, it, it certainly was. So the lady, um, she's called Maria Montessori. She was um, uh, an Italian lady. She uh, was one of the first ladies to qualify as a medical doctor in Italy. And uh, then she also studied um, psychology and uh, was given the task um, to see if she could set up a, an educational program to educate what um, at the time was thought to be uneducatable children wow. but they weren't uneducatable then then people thought maybe they've got special educational needs actually not they were just severely um uh, uh, uh struggling you know they mm. they came from very poor social background mm. um and uh, so she just started observing and that is really what our method is based on we observe our children and she just watched the children and saw and looked what uh, they most responded to um, and that was 
being given the trust, mm. um, being given independence, um, allowed to make choices for themselves, um, uh, and when they were allowed to make choices for themselves, rather everybody do this now, everybody do that now, um, she found that children started to concentrate on these activities that mm. they had chosen themselves. Mm. And when they started concentrating, their behavior um, became beautiful because they were suddenly in a zone where they were doing something that was chosen by them, that was giving them something, that they were learning something from, that they were learning something that was important for them, and therefore they didn't have the need to um, misbehave or, you know, um, uh, and that is where the, the method sort of slowly came from. That's absolutely so, yeah, amazing. It's so, so it's very much about them being in that flow and like they were deeply engaged then in their, in their play or in whatever they were doing. So, and actually to observe that and, and like you say, we've got all that research and, yeah. and like now we could, we could be doing that and we look at the research and we should all be doing that. My, my opinion is we should all like yeah. be doing that because do, as a human race, don't we all want to be like trusted, understood, sure. and be given time? And how, Elsa, how did you how did you enter into this world of Montessori? What how did you end up being the principal of of the schools? Uh, um, so I had a different job um, beforehand. I was a project manager, IT project manager. Then um, I had my first child, um, and it became very difficult to do that work. You know, my first child was born and I became a mother instantly overnight. I wasn't going to leave him. Um, but when he turned two and a half or something like that, I knew he needed he needed some social interaction with his age peers. And I was looking everywhere for a suitable nursery and nothing kind of felt right. I, mm. you know, it, it, it didn't. And then I uh, came across the Montessori nursery and I went, well, this is interesting yeah. and um, he went there and I start. I became so fascinated uh, because it's all based on child developmental theory so it's a really intelligent uh, method and mm. I just started studying um, just to understand more about it um, and then one thing led to another we moved to an area where well we moved here uh, to the Cotswolds where there was no Montessori school and my third son couldn't then go to a Montessori school like my first two um, and I thought I'm going to set something up for him and so I sat up in my living room. <laughs> I was an Ofsted registered childminder in, with a with a little Montessori environment in my living room, and I started with two other little people, and it kind of grew from there. Oh, that's that's fantastic! That's really truly like following yeah. what what your beliefs are for for your family, isn't it? But also look at how many other families you've been able to give that yes. amazing like influence to. That that's and, fantastic. And if, if people want to to sort of find out more about your setting Elsa where's the best place for people to to find information on the, the Cotswold Montessori schools so yes I think um, I've tried to make my website so that it explains a bit more about the method and I've put lots and lots of photos on there and hopefully the activities um, uh, grouped in different areas of learning so hopefully people should you know learn quite a lot mm. about it and uh, it's uh, www.cotswoldmontessori.co.uk Oh, that's Amazing. really that's really helpful and really lovely. Thank you so much because I think that's going to inspire loads yes. of early years educators as yeah. well as families, isn't it? Oh, thank you for joining us today, Elsa. Yeah, that's been that's we could talk all day. Yeah, but yeah. We, <laughs> we're like we're like oh, and then that's far got... to real. I can see Becky's face. She's really, <laughs> I can see she's really doing lots of thinking now. So we really appreciate your time and thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. It's been brilliant. Thank you for having me. I 
I'll tell you honestly, I can talk about this for two weeks. <laughs> well, we love that passion, don't we? That it comes yeah, across. That's yeah, what we need to do. Oh, I, I feel like a big a conference coming on that yeah. we should do. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in touch about yeah. that. Thank you, Thanks, Elsa. Elsa. Have a lovely Thank day. You. Thank you so much. And as always, you can find me and Bex on thrivinglanguage.co.uk. You can email us in rebecca at thrivinglanguage.co.uk and find our publications on Routledge. Um, and we have a new book coming out this year very, very soon as well. So have a look for that. Any for your training needs, contact us and one-to-one private therapy for children as well. So thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.